Hey, I'm Maggie. And I'm Laura. And you're listening to the Planetarian Life Podcast. Each week, we meet here to share our passion for plant-forward cooking, our concerns about climate change and the earth, and discuss how together we can align our daily actions with our hopes for the future. Being a planetarian is fun, delicious, and soul-satisfying, and we're here to keep you inspired. Do you feel inspired? Not yet, but I will. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about the upcoming elections, and this is such an important conversation, and it's something that we mention often, that we can make all the personal changes that we want, but, and that's, that's a that's a huge part of a planetarian life, but also making changes on a policy level, a governmental level, encouraging our, our policymakers and elected officials to, to consider the environment and climate change. And uh, so showing up on November 8th is really important. And I, I thought a lot about what more I can do after our conversation with with Kate uh, last week. And in fact, tonight I'm going to hop on a Zoom call with this group called Declare Emergency, uh, which is asking Biden to declare a climate emergency. Um, But because of where I live now and because I have um, two young kids and, you know, a husband, you know, who's working and I, I, it's hard for me to to get out there in the streets. It's not to say that I can't and not to say that I won't, but it definitely I definitely felt like I want to do more and if I can't be out in the streets, what can I be doing? And so it did make me feel like all right, I need to take a more vested interest in in not in voting because I've always voted since I was 18 years old. I remember requesting absentee absentee ballots when I was uh, abroad, you know, during my junior, uh, junior year abroad, I remember um, voting absentee all the time that I lived in England. I've never missed a general election, but I have to say I've been kind of mm, disengaged from like the midterms. Like I'll still show up and vote, but I kind of just do the thing where you just tick every box in column A for the same party. Um, I don't really read up on the candidates. I don't really understand the ballot measures that, you know, the, the things that are up for, um, you know, you know, you can be for or against certain proposals. So I just feel like one thing that I can do is take a more vested interest and particularly who my local politicians are, um, and knowing what their address is and knowing what their phone number is and, and, and keeping climate at the top of their agenda. So that's what I feel like, that's a step that I feel like I can take right now. And in fact, it was sort of perfect timing because we just moved. And in New York City, where we lived, it was very easy. I feel like there were all these um, news sites in New York that would sort of aggregate, here's everything you need to know if you live in this postcode, here's who you vote for, here are their issues, here's what's on the ballot, here's how you should vote, you know, I mean, here's the information, make up your own mind, but, uh, but where I live now, there wasn't that kind of one-stop shop. And so I had to do a lot more research to figure out 
my polling location and who the candidates were. And I had to go to each of their individual websites and, and it was just a bit more of a challenge, but I'm glad I took the time to do that because I feel much more informed about the election upcoming. So I definitely vote in the presidential elections, but do I vote in local elections? I've never actually really lived. I, you know, I was registered to vote in my hometown when I went to college. Then I did switch because there was a bill that was very important to me to vote on. And then I moved and then I moved and then I just never, if there's a major thing happening, then I do. Like they were trying to eliminate art from the school curriculum, voted on that. There was a gay rights issue that I wanted to vote on. But like, do I care who the treasurer is? Like, I don't even know who that person is. I don't know. That's difficult for me to care about. But the more you look into it, the more it, it is important. And I definitely feel like it's something that I need to be better about doing. I definitely yeah. like, I don't know enough about the people who represent me locally. Yeah. And, and, and just, I was actually really encouraged when I looked up my um, local representatives because climate does seem to be a top agenda item for them. And in fact, on one candidate's website, it was her top, it was her, the top thing, you know, if you click on the issues, climate was her, was her number one issue. So I feel really good about knowing that. And but it doesn't mean that I still can't write to her to encourage her, to thank her for that, to say that I would like to see more, you know, sort of curbside composting, residential composting programs for, for you know, they, we can be doing, we can always be doing more. Um, and another, another candidate I looked up also had climate, it was like about third on his list, but climate sustainability also important. So it's good to know that. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I feel like I should take this step to write to them to say, this is incredibly important. Here's what we can, more we can be doing. This is what I'd like to see. Just because your candidate is supportive of your, your climate, your climate hopes, uh, doesn't mean you can't reach out mm -hmm. to confirm like, yes, this is what we, this is important. Please keep this top of your agenda. Please keep doing more. So backing up a little bit, I know you said you had trouble finding all the information you needed about where you're going to vote and when and how and who you're going to vote for. So I tried to find some resources, not specific to my election, but just general resources for people who want to figure out how to vote, but don't want to spend two hours on every candidate's website, which is yeah, fine, you know? Um, so there are like three great websites, I think, that will show you whether you're registered to vote, how you register, where your polling place is, and what positions are you voting for in the upcoming election. And then most of them also go down and break down who the candidates are. So there's Vote Smart from Just Facts. You can Google it. It's like justfacts.votesmart or something. Um, but you can, you could also look up ballot measures by topic. So you can go, so I live in Connecticut. Are there any environmental ballots coming up? Are there any, you know, are there any things I care about? And then there is vote 411 
which has a ballot generator. So you can see what all of the races are, click on them, and there will be all the candidates, their political party, and then you can see you know, their bios. Not all of them have answered questions, um, but a lot of them will answer questions directly on the site about mm -hmm. their stances on things. So basically, instead of going to every individual website, you can get a snippet of their stances on things and pick a, you know, pick a candidate. And then you can even like make a sample ballot on there. So you click, okay, I want this person, this person. And then at the end, you'll have your whole list of candidates in a ballot for you, like ready to go. Um, and Ballotpedia is another one that does the same thing. So there, there are probably more if you Google it, but there are sites that will yeah. give you kind of summary information or the candidates provide their own summary information about their stances. So you can just click through and see, you know, get a little more information than just what party they're in. Um, the one thing I would say is I have noticed that not all sites list all of the candidates. Some of them simplify it. Yep. which is helpful, but a lot of them simplify it to just the Democratic and Republican um, candidates, which may be what you're looking for, but maybe there are other people that you would rather vote for. Right. This, Yeah, this is really helpful. I just typed in my information into vote 411. Yeah. And it's showing me all the candidates, their photos, you know, the, the ballot measures. Um, this is... It's, this it's is great. great. I mean, you help, can go more helpful. in depth from there, but I feel like it gives you a great starting point to like, okay, in this race, I don't, I don't even need to go to the websites for these two people because I'm positive I'm not choosing that person. I was also, yeah. it's nice to see all their photos together because I was pleasantly surprised that the people running for election in my area are, there's tons of women and tons of people of color. I was yeah. very surprised. I, that's because that. people of color and women are the people who really need things to be turning in a different direction for them. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think sites like those are really helpful. And I think they're also a good jumping off point if you want to then dive deeper so that you don't have to go to every single. I mean, my like Connecticut has 11 different races, I think. And there's like four or five candidates for each position. Not Same with New York. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's 50 websites. I'm not going to read 50 people's websites. Well, the, the fact is where I live, and I think it's probably the case for a lot of places, you know, there's, you can pick one candidate and there's one candidate running for Democrats. There's one candidate running for Republicans. So, yeah, but it's, I, but just because somebody is a Democrat or a Republican, like, doesn't mean you know what their issues are. Doesn't yeah. mean that. For example, that that climate is something that my candidate cares about. And so I think it's just really important to, as a as part of your planetarian life, as part of your journey, if you are able to to write to your candidates to say, either I need thank you for your support of this issue. It is important to me for these reasons. This is mm -hmm. what I would like to see. Or like I noticed that this is like fifth on your list. I really feel like this needs to move up to be a higher priority for this area, mm -hmm. for these reasons. Um, making mm -hmm. our voice heard is, uh, again, like all these things that we do, changing the way we eat, reducing our you know, single-use plastic, maybe thinking about flying less and having more staycations, 
all the swaps that we do, composting instead of just tossing food scraps in the garbage, these are really important things to do. And also, I would say it is equally important to, to not just vote every four years, but to vote every time that there's an election and to really take a vested interest in who who's in power and who who has the power and are they doing enough on climate and just even even just hearing for them to say i i like i like that this is a priority from you for for you i appreciate that this is number one on your issues list and here's what more we could be doing one thing i want to add is not every state is going to have a ballot measure on climate. Most probably don't. I think there's an environmental issue in California right now. But while you're getting informed about candidates, I think it's really important to look up what the ballot measures are in your state because they purposely will name them things that sound persuasive and there's no other information. Sometimes there's a small summary on the ballot. But you're going to be voting for whether these things pass as laws or not, and you should know what they are, what they actually mean and what they actually will do. You don't need to read the whole ballot, but you should get informed because, like I said, the one election that was really important to me was a gay rights issue, and they named the bill Protecting Families. And then Uh both sides had billboards about protecting families, protecting gay families and protecting heterosexual families. You don't need to know my stance to know that that is confusing and I think yes. a lot of people actually accidentally voted the wrong way because the both sides used the same marketing and it was the name of the bill. Yeah. Oh, that is very confusing. Yeah. That's very, that shouldn't even be legal. Um, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I did not know that on our ballot on November 8th is the Clean Water, Clean Air, and Green Jobs Environmental Bond Act of 2022. Super important. Uh, it's super important. And I feel like, you know, it's just one of those things that if you don't show up for your midterms, then you're missing an opportunity to potentially vote on really important. And it could be the opposite. What, you know, it could be the opposite. Mm-hmm. It could be like, should we, should we, you know, create more drilling licenses for fossil fuels or fracking or, you know, any yeah. of these things can be, and you're not, you're, your voice isn't being heard. And mm-hmm. I, you know, our voter statistics in the United States, especially in the midterms, are abysmal. So showing up and, and, and voting for, for the earth, voting for the climate where possible is, is important. Yeah, actually, we're recording this on Thursday, which is the day that Liz Truss had to resign. Do you know all this? Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. if you don't know it, just Google Liz Trust and you'll see what a disaster is happening. It's just, it's such a good example of what happens when the wrong people are in office. Yeah. I mean, that's more economic issues than climate issues, but it doesn't matter what the issues are. You need the right people in office or things go crazy in a hurry. <laughs> in a hurry in about well, what, five six, six weeks? weeks six weeks she like ran the entire country into the ground that's a little For, okay so only about 40 percent of eligible voters show up for the midterm elections 40 percent i think people think their votes don't matter very much 
but in local elections, they really do. They really do matter because there aren't that many people voting. You know, if you and your 10 friends believe in something and you go vote for it, it might matter. I have a cousin who ended up the treasurer of the state of Iowa because his friend wrote him in (laughs) as a joke and nobody else voted for a treasurer (laughs) at all. (laughs) Not the treasurer of Iowa, of Sioux City, Iowa, of his town. Like, (laughs) whoops. He he made cat memes about it because he was like, I didn't even run for treasurer. Yes. Like, it was kind of a joke, but, like, he won a local election because his friend wrote him in. Yeah. So if you don't think one vote matters, let me tell you. In Sioux City, Iowa, it certainly does, and other places, it probably does, too. I was listening to a podcast recently about, you know, the specific, I don't remember the exact specifics where it was, uh, when, when it was, but you know, a town didn't turn up for a local election and somebody proposed removing an enormous amount of funding from their public school, an enormous amount. Um, and, and it passed. And so the town, the, then everyone was like, oh my gosh, like our school has no funding. Like, what are we going to do? They were talking about having to pay out of pocket for public school education to sort of, to supplement the, the, the school's funding. And they had to spend months and organize and go house to house, you know, have all these events to, and find a loophole in the law to, to correct this. It's like, and then, you know, there were sort of the point was, you know, will people miss a small election ever again in this town? And the answer is hopefully not, but you don't want to get into that position where you think you just take for granted that, yeah, people are going to do the right thing. I don't know. I was busy that day. I didn't show up. And then something terrible happens. Yeah. And then you get to be, you know, on Facebook complaining or arguing with people about why it shouldn't have happened when you, you had the chance to vote and didn't bother and i'm speaking to myself because that's definitely me not getting upset but like i have not voted in local elections as often as i should yeah no i think i i think probably a lot of people don't you know because the the general elections it's such a big deal and there's such a lead up to it and it feels like there's so much at stake but honestly like what happens in our own towns and in our own communities and counties is incredibly important. And it's part of mm-hmm. like the fabric of our country, this quilt patchwork of the United States. And it, it trickles up, it trickles down, it works both ways. And it's really important. It's right. really important to show up in the midterms. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's climate, it's education, it's every law. It's, you know, there's been all these news stories about drug issues. It's, attorney generals i mean it's it's the people who enforce the laws it's the people who create the policies for police do you care about police issues right now you know all of these people all these policymakers are running right now and you get to decide which side you want to support actually in government not just which side you want to support with your you know two by two instagram square yes and you know i would also say that I'm less this way, but my husband, Andy, doesn't make a purchase on anything without doing, honest to God, like a week's worth of research. Yeah. If you read 50 Amazon reviews before buying a mug, 
You better read that's what I'm, But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, we do so much research about just ordinary, everyday things, uh, you know, before we hire someone to, you know, uh, to do plumbing work or to purchase something online. We, we do so much research. We ask questions. We go to our communities to say, does anyone have a recommendation for, I mean, we put a lot of energy into this and I feel like, and I'm, I'm not saying, look, I, I have done, you know, in other, in past elections, I have done multiple, multiple letter writing campaigns. I actually went to Ohio to Cuyahoga County, um, in 2012 to, get out the vote, knocked on doors. Like I'm not, I have not been, I wouldn't say like a passive voter or um, sort of laissez-faire about democracy, but certainly like I could be doing more and I need to be doing more, not just to show up and vote, but to, to, to really take the time, like as much time as I take before buying a pair of new jeans to figure out who these candidate, candidates are, what's important to them. And is what is important to them reflective of my values? And if not, taking that little bit of extra time to just shoot them an email, make the phone call, leave a voicemail, it, it really, it does matter. It does matter. It does matter. So, so the Cliff's Notes is like, take as much time researching the issues that are going to be on your ballot on November 8th and your candidates for at least as much time as you would spend before buying something, purchasing something online or, and, or like looking at the restaurant and reading the menu before you go. Like we do all this, we, all, <laughs> we do all this work for like banal things in our lives, but not for governance. <laughs> yeah. And you know, voting along party lines, you might end up voting the same way that you would have voted if you just did column A, but you might be surprised at what the other parties are saying or what other parties are available or what ballot measures are available. And I think you'll definitely be surprised to learn like which candidates, even if you're going to support all the same candidates, which ones actually care about the issues that you care about, or if they're 10th on their list, or if they're not really there on their website, you know? Yeah. And it doesn't have to just be climate. I mean, obviously we care a lot about climate, but whatever you care about. Oh, it's everything. Yeah. You know, fight for it. You don't have to do that much. And if there's an issue you care about, you can Google letter to representative about that and just copy and paste it. You do not need yeah. to like reinvent the wheel. You do not need to be brilliant. You do not need to be persuasive. You do not even need to try that hard. You just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this doesn't, it doesn't have to be like your diehard thing. It can just be the thing that you spend a couple hours doing before this election. Maybe one hour. Yes. Not even in a couple hours. I feel like I did what I needed to do to feel ready for this election in probably 45 minutes. Now I need to go the step further to write to my representative. Good luck on November 8th. And also, just so you know, I'll be voting for you, but I'm voting for you because of this and because of your stance on these particular issues that matter to me. But I, I think, especially after our conversation with Kate last week, it just, it reinforces for me how much it's, it's both and. It's mm -hmm. not just voting and, or protesting or making your voice heard. And it's not just 
doing the things in your home and your life and your community, these things are very much like you can't have one without the other. Both, both are really imperative in order for us to create this sea change, um, that we're trying to, that we're trying to create. Yeah. I mean, cause we're now choosing who's going to be in office and the activists are telling the people in office what we care about and how far we're willing to go to make sure that change happens. Yeah. And I would say, you know, if this interests you, if you're like activism out in the streets, not my thing, politics could be my thing. Or if you're reading about candidates and you feel like this is really interesting, I would say go a step farther and look at, you know, top people like your governor and your mayor. Look at yeah. how they voted on past issues. There's so many websites that will give you summaries of voting records and see like, okay, wait, my, you know, liberal mayor says that they're going to do all of these things, but in the past they've never actually voted on a single climate bill or they've never voted in favor of a single climate bill or something like that. You know, you can then write to them and say, I see this is on your website. You say that you care about it, but you haven't supported these bills. Like, what are you going to do in the future to actually push this through? Yeah. Showing up is important. Putting pressure on our elected officials is important. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be that you just, you get elected and then you've got a free ticket to do whatever you want. Like while you're in office, it's important to hear from your constituents yeah. when, you're, when you're doing enough and when you're not. Yeah, and, and if 40% of people show up to vote, how many people do you think are writing letters? I not, know, not but that's that what many. I'm saying. Like, I feel not like there's many. actually a yeah, really... You, your letters will be, they'll be seen and they will be impactful. You know, if, if they only get 10 letters because no one cares and all 10 letters say, do something about climate change, that's yeah. going to be the voice in their head. This is what my constituents want. Maybe that was third on my list, but now I'll, I know that that's all anybody cares about. So if I want to get reelected, I need to push through climate change agendas. Yeah. So you've got time still. Most, most states, you can still register to vote. You can mm-hmm. still change your address. You can still, even here, I looked up for a friend yesterday that you can still get an absentee ballot if you're going to be away. There's still time to get registered, to get your, to find your polling location. If you're, if you're not sure, I mean, for me, I wasn't cause I just moved, you know, it could be the same for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've been going to the same polling location for, you know, 25 years, but there's still time to do the research. There's still time to write that email, mm-hmm. make that phone call and just get, get ready for, for the election. Like it just feels, it feels very good. Uh, we talk a lot about with planetarian life, how good it feels to be living in alignment with your values. And I have to say that I felt like a very good citizen taking the time <laughs> to do this research. <laughs> I wish you could see how chuffed Maggie is with herself. Like I feel very chuffed with myself. I mean, <laughs> sitting so upright, shoulders back, chin high. There's an American flag waving in the background and a bald <laughs> on her shoulder. <laughs> Um, there's actually not, but no, I, (laughs) you know, it feels, it feels very good, um, to just, to do the right thing. It feels very good to do the right thing. It's just that simple. So just take to be informed. It feels good to know what's going on. It might not feel good to be like, I'm going to take the time to sit down and do this. But then while you're doing it, 
it is it is gonna feel good. Nobody likes to. I mean, be no one's asking you to like read the New York Times cover, you know, cover to cover every day. You no, know, certainly not. We, nobody has time for that unless you're, you know, retired and that was your dream was just to be able to like read the paper and do the crossword every day. I think that's why this the skim became so popular. It's like here's everything you need to know to be, you know, yes, to have, to have some ideas. Game. To be able to have this educated conversation. <laughs> I love this. But I love summary news things. That's all I really read. <laughs> I get like yeah. three summary news emails and then I know enough. But yes, you'll feel great on November 8th when you get your I voted sticker and you feel like you did your civic duty and you did it in a way that was informed and... And then you can write to your candidates and say, not only do you represent me, but I voted for you. I showed up to vote for you. And here's what I want to see happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to step, I'm going to step up. I really am. I'm going to step up. Watch this space. You got to hold me accountable. We'll have to do like a podcast in six, six months. It's like, what did Maggie do? What did, what did Maggie do? How did she hold her elected officials accountable? What did she make happen? We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you'd rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, take a minute to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Planetarian Life. Head to planetarianlife.com for recipes, inspiration, and to become a planetarian. See you next week. Bye. Thank you.